just to encourage kids to get out there. Um, one thing, you know, a lot of kids need to learn is it's better to give before you receive. And it's just it turned into an organization just to inspire kids. Um, I thought it would just be a local thing when it first started. You know, I didn't expect it to be a national organization with all these kids taking part in it. So you know, the, goal, the goal is just to encourage kids to get out there, put the video games on and, and, and make a difference. I mean, there's many ways to make a difference. I've simply chosen a lot more to make a difference with. And I just want to encourage kids to get out there and do the same. And we're seeing a lot of kids, you know, that they love, they love the idea of earning different t-shirts like the karate system and stuff like that. So just, just encouraging kids that if you can, if you come with an idea, just go for it and you can, you can make a difference in your community and even the country. This is episode number 230 with Rodney Smith Jr. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the American Sippets Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Once again, my name is Dave Brown. I'm here with my co-host and partner, Barbara Allen. And, you know, it's easy to lump border security issues with immigration, but they're actually very separate things with very different stories. The people pouring through unsecured borders or the people who are living in this country illegally create an imbalance in our country and divisiveness among Americans. But people like Rodney Smith Jr., who not only elect to come here and go through the legal path to citizenship, but create an enormous positive impact on this country in the process, set a powerful example of not just the possibility of the American dream, but the ability to achieve it in the way our forefathers envisioned. And in this episode, Barbara Allen talks with Rodney Smith Jr. about his path to citizenship, the incredible impact he is having on Americans all across the country, and how he is using his lawn mowing service to make that impact. So without further ado, here is Barbara Allen with Rodney Smith Jr. You're listening to the American Snippets Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. I'm your co-host, Barb Allen. And look, anyone who has known us for more than five minutes knows that there are a lot of things that sit heavy with us and that are really important to us. And for me in particular, there are some things that just get my heartstrings all the way. Today's guest got my heartstrings, even as I'm just going through doing my last minute prep this morning. I'm looking at his posts and his progress and his stories and his just hit me hard here. I know it's going to hit you all hard too, but not in a bad way. It's going to hit you in a really, really great way because our guest today is such a classic example of the power of one person and the human heart and the human spirit and the fact that we don't have to let people who hold positions of political power just determine how we're going to treat each other or decide what we can and cannot do for each other. And that this country is in fact still an amazing, beautiful place that so many people would give so much to be a part of. And so many of us take for granted with that, I'm going to introduce you all to Rodney Smith, Jr. You may have heard his story. You may not, but that doesn't matter now because you're going to hear it right here on American snippets. Cause Rodney has so graciously decided to take some of his time today and sit down with us. Rodney, thank you so much for all you do and for sitting down with us today. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, like I just mentioned to you, he's probably looking at me like, who is this crazy lady that I'm sitting down to? But <laughs> Welcome to the American Snippets with Barb Allen experience, Rodney. <laughs> You're, surviving. <laughs> You're surviving that. But look, there are some things that just 
gets me. And there's so much about so many things about your story. You are, I'm going to summarize this quickly up top, the parts that I know, and then we're going to have you come back and fill in the gaps and we're going to get to it and hit on these, hit on these important matters. Um, you came here legally from Bermuda somewhere around 15 years ago. You live in Alabama now, Huntsville, Alabama, and you have taken it upon yourself and built an organization that's turned into a movement. You have used lawnmowers and mowing lawns, something so basic as a way to inspire, touch, impact, help, elevate, teach, and guide thousands and thousands of people across this country, all while striving to get this sometimes backwards country to decide that Rodney, America needs you as a legal citizen. (laughs) Rodney, what the heck, man? Tell us about the first time you came, you came here with your, with your family, who you came with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I originally came here, it was like when I was 15 to attend a boarding school upstate New York. Where in New York? um, Aminia. I mean, I don't think that's too far from here. We're in Orange County. uh, Carry on. You know, White Plains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like 45 minutes from where we are. Yeah. So yeah. up, up okay. in that area, and it's a school for kids with learning disabilities. And I was there for two years. Then went to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and eventually came to Huntsville, Alabama. And yeah, so that that's kind of when I came here to America, really. So from 15 up, up until now. You stayed yeah. the whole time? You've, you've yeah, stayed so here I, since I was, you... I was on a student visa originally. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then what was the process from there? What made you decide to stay longer than, than your studies? Um, so my studies recently finished in 2018, and that's when I tried to apply for a visa, green card, which will make me, allow me to stay. And then eventually I was going to apply for citizenship. So that's, that's kind of the process where I'm in right now. So I applied for another visa. Um, they said that fit, fit what I'm doing better, you know, this special, this special visa, green card, and Hopefully we get it by the end of the year. Then after that, it'll be, you have to wait five years, then you can apply for citizenship. So that's, that's my goal. Wow. What are, what is some of that, pro- you know, I was born here and raised here. I don't have any firsthand experience going through that process. Can you walk us through it a little bit? Because I know so many people, me included, we get frustrated with, you know, the illegal immigration. And then we have other people telling us that it's so hard. And now just hearing this little bit of yours, yeah, I, I kind of like, get why a lot of people would give up on it, but what is, what, what is that process? Like what do you have to go through to, to, I don't know, what does it prove that you're a solid citizen to be like, what are they looking for? Yeah. So there's different visas, um, green cards you can apply for, you know, when people cross the border, they apply for asylum. So that's basically them coming over, just saying that they're fleeing their country because of whatever reasons. And then you got different visas like a marriage. So if you marry someone from America, um, you can get a green card visa from from marrying American. There's, there's work visas, and the visa that I applied for is called National Interest Waiver. So basically, you're doing something in benefit of the United States that will benefit them. And so that's that's the one I'm applying for right now. And we're hoping that you know once they once they see my case and uh, things will change around and you know they, they'll approve it. And well, once that happens, my goal is to, you know, get get citizenship as soon as possible. Because, you know, I've called America home and I love this country and, you know, this is where I want to be. Yeah, well, 
here in a little minute, everybody's going to understand why we want you to stay here too, Rodney, <laughs> and why we'd like to clone you over and over and just have you come impact all of our communities. Let's get into it. Okay. Let's talk about your program, Raising Men, Raising Men Lawn Care Service is what you have going on, but it's more than a lawn care service. Let's talk, let's talk about what you're doing. Yeah, so it's it's raised it started with raising men. Now we have raising women long care service as nice. well. Nice. Happy <laughs> to hear that. Yeah. So it's basically a nonprofit organization and we mow free loan for the elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans. We have over two thousand kids nationwide and even worldwide taking part in something we call the fifty yard challenge. That's them basically just going out and mowing fifty free lawns in their community for the elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans. If they accept this challenge, they just make a sign saying, I accept the 50-yard challenge. And in return, we will send them a white Raising Men or Raising Women's t-shirt, along with safety glasses and air protection. Once they mow 10 lawns, they will get an orange shirt. Once they mow 20, a green, 30, a blue, 40, a red. And once they mow 50 lawns, they get a, a black shirt, along with um, brand new lawnmower equipment. And yeah, so that's 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 a basic idea of the organization. Um, 2,000 kids nationwide take part in it. Then we have kids in eight other different countries that are mowing free lawns and it's all started right here in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. How, how did you start that? Why did you start? What prompt did you just get up one day and say, I'm going to use lawnmowers to help change the country, <laughs> you know, like inspire <laughs> thousands of people. Yeah. So um, one day I was leaving school, I was in my senior year of college and I came across an elderly man outside mowing his lawn. It looked like he was struggling. So I just pulled over and helped him out. And that night I just decided I'll start mowing free lawns for the elderly, disabled, single parents and veterans. And that one smart to kindness, you know, would lead to changing my life forever. And ever since that moment, I've been mowing free lawns and it turned to organization. Now we have all these kids nationwide doing the same thing. That is amazing. You know, for so many years, I was on my own as a mom. I have four little boys. And at first, my husband was deployed um, with his military services a lot. And I would literally, I would have my newborn or my like infant baby a few months old. I would strap him on a backpack. And yeah. I would have one kid in a playpen. I would have the other two running around as I mowed the yard. And that uh, was the only way I could mow the yard because I had to know where my baby was. And the like the motion of the lawnmower would put him to sleep. But then my son in the playpen would see me come and start screaming his head off like I was going to mow him over. Then my baby would wake up and I'd be mowing and I'd be like, I can't do this. You know? <laughs> it was so hard. And then, uh, then my husband passed away in Iraq and I was on my own or for a long time on my own. Yeah. And, I, and I know what that is like to be the single mom raising these kids. And that's only one element of the people you help, but I'm also tied to the veteran community. I have kids. So, and maybe this is why this is resonating so deeply with me because I know how something that seems so simple, like mowing your yard or shoveling your snow in particular, which are hard here or getting those leaves up. I know what an amazing difference it sounds it sounds like, well, it's just a yard, but it's it's so much more to that than that yeah. on so many levels that you're doing to support people and help people. I just, I love it. I think you're amazing for, for using this technique because, you know, to do that. People don't understand. Like when I first came out of high school, I, um, I went to Fort Lauderdale, Florida to attend ITT Tech. And I was there for six months. And during those six months, I had a bad hot time to adjust. So I remember one night asking God to use me as his vessel. He didn't give me an answer that day, not a month later, not even a year later. It would happen a few years later. And at this point in life, I was in my senior year of college in Alabama. That's when I came across the elderly man. So I, I feel and I strongly believe God was preparing me all those few years to that one moment where I come across that elderly man, you know, 
because I, I don't know, I didn't normally drive that way. And I came across him and, and helped him out. And so God is using me as his vessel. So I, I give all thanks to him because I'm on his mission and he has, he has brought me this far. And I believe he will continue, continue me on this mission that he wants me to do. So it's all glory to him because it's, it's his mission. Love that. What what were some of the things that you were struggling with when you were? Um. Yeah. So I went to went to uh. So the school I went to for high school was a school with learning disabilities, and I went to a, a regular school, ITT Tech, and that's such a you know a school I, I walked to and from school every day. I was in an apartment by myself, so it was a little hard for me to adjust and get used to that life when you're coming from a small school. You know, you're in smaller classes and you're learning to be this drone in with the fishes. So it was, it was a journey of the sharks. So you're just a little bit adjusting and, you know, just find a different, difficult time. And, you know, um, if, if I would have stayed there, I probably wouldn't be in Alabama and I, this probably would never have started. So, yeah, God, you know, journey. How'd you wind up settling in Alabama? Um, I have family out here. You know, so okay. my, my That's aunt, my mom's, yeah. my aunt's out here, um, my, my grandmother. She lived out here before she passed. And yeah, so that's that's why I came out this way. All right. So you're driving down the street. You don't normally drive down. You see a man struggling to mow his yard. You hop out. You help him. Yeah. And did you then drive home saying, yes. I'm on so to went, something here? Yeah. So I went home and just made a post to ask people if they knew anyone who was elderly, disabled, a single parent or veteran that needed a lawnmower. Please let me know. And it started just like that. And one thing leads to another, leads to another. You've traveled yeah. every state and a yeah. lot of, I haven't traveled every state and I'm freaking 48 and I've lived here my whole life, <laughs> you know, and you haven't even just traveled, but you've traveled in a way that mm-hmm. just adds value wherever you go. You're not even just traveling as a tourist to go pop at a beach or check out the restaurants or whatever, you know, you're going on a mission. Yeah. How do you do that? How did that evolve? Oh my. Um, well, the whole organization made me find my true purpose in life, and that's helping people. So I went back to get my master's in social work. Of course, during, you did. <laughs> Go ahead. During my uh, first year, I was on my lunch break, and I was watching this video on Netflix of this guy that traveled the world of the acts of kindness to others, and that gave me the idea of fifty states, fifty lawns. And I just decided I'll start just getting in the car and go to all fifty states a mow free lawn for the elderly, disabled, single parents and veterans to make people more aware of the organization and encourage kids to um, sign up for the 50-yard challenge. So I've done that a total of 10 times now. And I first started out, it was just for the elderly, disabled, single parents and veterans going to all 50 states. Then I realized I can mow for different causes and raise awareness and raise money. So that's when I started customizing lawn mowers for different causes and I would auction them off and give the 100% of the funds to whatever cause I was mowing for, I found a charity. So like one of the causes I mowed for was breast cancer. So I painted a lawnmower pink. I went to all 50 states and I mowed for those who have breast cancer, those who have lost a loved one, those who have survived it. I mowed a strip of lawn. I interviewed them um, and they signed that mower and that mower was auctioned off for $5,000. Another lawnmower I, tour I done was for um, veterans. So I went to all 50 states thanking veterans for their service and um, just meeting veterans and done that. That lawnmower was painted in that lawnmower was wrapped in camo. Another 50-state tour I'd done was called Mowing with Cops. I went to all 50 states. I had a special lawnmower that looked like a police car. I had the light bar on it and stuff. And I went to all 50 states and I invited police officers to come out and mow with me. 
and um, they will come out and mow. And the idea was just to build that bridge between officers and the, their communities, just to show people that officers need our support. We, we must support them. Um, whatever you see in the news, you just can't let one situation affect every single officer. That I think that's just crazy. And, you know, that was very well responded. In almost every state had a, um, a department come out and mow with me, and that was real cool. <laughs> and the lawnmower lit up like a police car. Um, another one was, I don't want four Purple Heart recipients, um, Gold Star families, um, POWs, and veterans. So each one, I had a customized lawnmower. So I had a lawnmower with the Gold Star for Gold Star families. I had a Purple Heart lawnmower with a Purple Heart uh, medallion on it. Um, I have one for the POWs, their logo on it, and auction those lawnmowers off. I just finished my 10th 50 state tour, which was for, for childhood cancer. So I went to all 50 states and I found families who had kids who had childhood cancer or those families who have lost a kid to childhood cancer. They shared their story with me. They signed that lawnmower off and someone re- recently bought the lawnmower for $5,000 and those funds will be going to uh, St. Jude. So. I found uh, something unique where I can do and go to all 50 states. I drive to 48 and fly to Alaska and Hawaii, but each cause is for a different, each tour is for a different cause. So, you know, it, it makes it special. Um, I, a few tours I got coming up is for autism. Um, I a lot more painted in puzzle pieces. Another one will be for oh, teachers. I got a lot more that's sprayed up for teachers. Uh, another one for um, the blue, uh, thin blue line for police officers. Um, I got the then red line for uh, firefighters and I got another one for nurses and doctors. And I have one getting made right now for another one for breast cancer and another one for uh, um, adopt a rescue animal. So I'm going to go to all 50 states and, and find non-kill shelters and mow their lawn and invite people to come out and rescue and, and adopt an animal. And another guy is making me one for Down syndrome. So I'm going to go to all 50 states and and move, bring awareness for Down syndrome. And then next year I'll do more. <laughs> so many different causes I can move for. And yeah, it's basically. Wow. You're, <laughs> you're a busy man, Rodney. You're a busy, yeah. busy man. I'm sorry I missed you on the Gold Star Tour, but I yes. have three sisters who are teachers, one of whom is the principal now. So, you know, wow. just saying, if you swing through New York. Okay. I got, yeah, you, covered on, I got you covered on the teachers there. I'll be actually in New York this, this week, passing through. I'm going to Connecticut and Massachusetts. Two kids have completed our 50-yard challenge. So. I'll be driving through likely this weekend. Very nice. All right. I'm going to track you down after this then, and we'll get some details. Maybe we can swing by and say hello. <laughs> um, so look, how, do you, how does that work? Let me just pick one of those causes, or I'll go into a couple of those. But how does that – did you just – the police officers, for instance, did you just, like, roll up to a police station in a town and be like, hi, my name is Rodney. You want to come mow a yard with me? Like, how, how do you make that happen? So for that one, you know, I will have the lawns ready, so go online and – before the tour starts, I'll tell people what states I'm going. If they know anyone elderly, disabled, single parent, or veteran, who I can move for in these states, let me know, and then I'll get loans in advance. And then um, I, I will use, for that for the police tour. I would tag different police departments on Twitter and stuff, and they they will respond. Oh, you can't. We send some officers out, and yeah. So for that one, that's how that one works. But normally, it's if it's for childhood cancer or a specific cause. Let's say the childhood cancer one. I would. Uh, what I done was I made the announcement and then I had a form on the website. So if your kid had child or cancer or passed away, you can fill this form out and I'll select you for your, your, your state and I'll get everyone for each state and map it out and just drive. And do you take these drives by yourself? Does anybody come with you? 
So most all my 50 state tours about myself. I've done one or two. I had a friend named Yuri. He joined me on a Christmas tour where I dressed up as Santa Claus and <laughs> went to all 50 states giving out gifts to the homeless. So he joined me on that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you are do you interview? Maybe maybe down the road you'll interview for somebody to come ride with you through a state or something. Imagine what people would pay. You would pay to ride with you, Rodney, and raise money for your charities that way. Or do you just like your alone time? You're like, shut yeah. up, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier when you drive by yourself because um you know yeah. you don't have to stop every minute to pull over to the bathroom. So I, I just like to drive, and I only use the bathroom mainly when I get gas and stuff and get food at the gas station and just. Rodney, sit. you are a road trip worthy companions. You know, I have people who won't ride with me because I'm like, look, you can get on off this exit, pee, <laughs> and get gas and get back on in eleven minutes. I know yeah. because, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like. And then we don't need to stop for another 250 miles, you know, when we're, <laughs> that's, that's how I like to roll too. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I got to be very selective about who you get in the car. We'll make or break you, man. Yeah. All right. So what, share with me, share with us, our community, mm-hmm. a story that pops to mind of one of the homes you visited. Is there something that struck out in you, like a powerful moment? Um, just, you know, especially on the veterans tour, you meeting World War II veterans and hearing their story and they remember everything like it was yesterday and those type of stories are you know, impactful. It's, it's, it's like a kid being told a story during story time because a lot of these veterans, they can remember it. I mean, every single detail in World War II and what they went through, even the Vietnam Wars, you, you hear what they go through. And a lot of them don't like to talk about it, but you have some that talk about it and say they, they can still smell the smoke and those type of you know, stories, the first-hand stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I've got to meet a, a lot of veterans of our different era wars. Yeah. Um, only a few world war two veterans, but something about speaking with them, you actually feel like you're getting a living history lesson. Like they'll take you back right into history there. And it's such a, such a gift. I think when that moment happens, mm-hmm. some of your posts that I saw with the, you know, childhood pediatric families, mm-hmm. those are tough. Those are tough for me to to look at, you know, as a mom, I think, you know, you just don't realize how blessed you are to have healthy kids no. and, and not go through all that. But, um, you know, some of the other things, I mean, was there, let's get into a story. There has to be, and I'm curious to know this, there has to be something that happened on one of your trips, one of your homes, one of your families that just went completely awry. Like even we're in a podcast one day we had our almost a chimney fire five minutes before a podcast. We got a house filled with smoke. Dave's got the leaf blower. He's blowing smoke. I'm crying, you know, as we're going to interview someone. It's hilarious because it's so terrible, you know? Do you have any Do you have any moments like that where things just go completely sideways? I haven't really had no crazy moments, you know? Wow. Wow. I almost feel sorry for you. I almost feel sorry because... Especially on the road, traveling in all different places in the middle of nowhere, nothing. Nothing bad is the worst. I, I was like on the road is just seeing like, remember one, my first 50 state tour in 2017, I was driving way out of Montana or Wyoming. It was real windy. And I, I saw a, a truck, a Ford, like a Ford truck was, was had something on the back and this big uh, home on those home things. And it just flipped over, you know. You flipped over a bank. That's that's oh, what well, I. That's s- like bad awry. Like that's, yeah. that's, I'm not talking bad awry. I'm talking humorous awry. Oh, all no. right, <laughs> all right. Look, so but let's get into like why are you doing this, Roddy? More deeper. I mean, I know you said you you think 
you ask God for that calling and you, and I get that and I respect that. But a lot of people will sit back and say, Hey, I'd like to do something to help others, but mm-hmm. it never comes to them. And certainly very few people go to the lengths that you are going to, uh, to, to help others. And you're not even a legal citizen and you're helping other Americans go through all this when you're still going through so much yourself, just trying to be a part of the country that so many of us take being a part of for granted, you know, what is, what is driving you? Is there a bigger, is there another layer of the purpose you're hoping to do the people that you're serving, the people that you're going out and the kids that you're inspiring? Is it, is your goal just to help people mow lawns? Is your goal something in addition to that? Yeah, just to encourage kids to get out there. Um, one thing, you know, a lot of kids need to learn is it's better to give before you receive. And it's just it turned into an organization just to inspire kids. Um, I thought it would just be a local thing when it first started. You know, I didn't expect it to be a national organization with all these kids taking part in it. So, you know, to go, the goal to just encourage kids to get out there, put the video games on and, and, and make a difference. I mean, there's many ways to make a difference. I've simply chosen a lot more to make a difference with and I just want to encourage kids to get out there and do the same. And we're seeing a lot of kids, you know, that they love they love the idea of earning different T-shirts, like the karate system and stuff like that. So, just just encouraging kids that if you can if you come with an idea, just go for it, and you can you can make a difference in your community and even the country. Yeah, absolutely. Who who's funding this? How how are you paying to travel around the country? Yeah, so just by regular donations, people donate through the website, and with all the lawnmowers we give away, people are. Uh, um, purchase those from my Amazon wish list. And every time a kid completes the challenge, I just put the items in my car and, and drive to them. So, you know, we have uh, a good number of supporters nationwide that are helping us, you know, fund the mission. So very grateful for them because if it wasn't for them, you know, we won't be able to do what we do. Yeah, Rodney, how cool is that? That you're managing to just mm-hmm. touch people so much that they're going to go on Amazon and buy you a lawnmower and put it in your cart. I mean, that is a side, I think, of, you know, we are an American podcast, so I'm going to keep this American base. That is a side of Americans, I think, that a lot of people don't understand still exists. What I what we see and hear is all the negativity and everyone's so quick to bark at each other. But I'm going to imagine that, I mean, have you received a lawnmower that says only give this to this kind of person or that kind of person who voted for this guy or that guy or no, who is no. this color or that? Color? Like nobody cares, right? They're just saying. Nobody cares. They just see kids doing good things and they they love that and they want to they want to see it continue on. So yeah, yeah. People that's don't, great. People don't care your political background or what. They just see you're doing something good in America and they see the kids all over America that's doing this challenge. And they believe that's the American spirit and they, they donate to it. And that's, you know, that's what America is about. And even every, every time I go um, in, on the road and stuff like that in rural countries, in middle of nowhere, people accept you as you are. They see what you're doing. Oh, that's good. And, and you tell them your story and they welcome you. And that's what America is about. And I see that all over the country. So That's really, really great. And I think that's another reason i'm so glad to to know you now personally mm-hmm. such as it is you know virtually and get and get to share your story you know it can be really discouraging it has been discouraging this past few years it just it seems like all the focus is trying to remind us all why we can't stand each other and yet here you are driving around to all 50 states proving that if you just put that crap away and just go talk to people like 
that's not that's not the real America. That's not the real heartbeat of Americans. What we all want underneath is to really just help each other out and be there for each other and support people who are doing it. And I, I'm glad to see people like you going out what you're doing. Cause I know I can't pack up and drive to all 50 States and go mow lawns or whatever, you know, I'm not at that place in my, in my life. So I'm certainly glad to support you. And so is Dave. And I know our community is going to be really happy to support you too. What do you hope to have happen in the next few years with your, with your organization? Well, the goal is just to you know, expand it, keep growing it, um, get more kids involved. Um, eventually, you know, get an office building and we can start building our headquarters. And yeah, just just wanted to grow. I see it like a big brothers, big sisters organization because it's an it's a organization that's needed everywhere. So there's lawns everywhere in America that need to be moved and people need help. So just to find kids that want to take part in it and just expand the mission. Just find that you're so like, yeah, I'm just going to go about, I'm just going to go do this. Like, hey, it's no big deal. Like, I'm going to go make a cup of coffee here in a little bit. Like, you're just going to do it. You're so certain and you're so sure and calm. And I freaking love that. What is, um, where are you at now with your, what are the next steps for you to take in terms of becoming a legal citizen? And is there something that our community could do to support you on that path? Yeah, so everything's just going through the, the system right now. So hopefully next, we get our approval of the documents we sent in. And after that, you know, I think it'll be an interview process. I know, I think once we get to the interview process, it will be game, set, and match. So. I th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rodney, I'm going to guess that you're correct about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully that, that, that's that's the plan. And, you know, I have a, had an immigration attorney big from a big... Uh, big law firm step up and they're doing things pro bono. So that's helping out a lot. That's right. awesome because we need more people like you, Rodney, you know, you're a breath of fresh air. Sometimes it takes somebody who comes in and this applies to any situation into a family, into a life, into a country in your case to just sort of serve as a reminder, like, Hey, you know, we're kind of losing track of the big picture and what really matters. And here we have you coming in to show us that what really matters is us as the people in this country and and is helping each other and that we really are so lucky to live here but we you know we'd be happy to support you in any way we can and definitely to throw you some big spanking party when it when it happens Ronnie <laughs> <It's, laughs> it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good celebration is this your full-time job is this what you do yeah so I, I do it I don't I don't take a salary or nothing right now so I'm just um, um, run an organization. So how are you providing for yourself? How are you? Um, I, I do speaking engagements and, you know, they pay a little bit once, you know, little speakings. I hope they pay a lot. Uh, yeah. Just saying, <laughs> hey, Dave, he does speaking engagements. We may have an event coming up in January, Rodney, just saying, okay. you know, because um, your story is great and your message is really great. Where's the very next state that you're heading out to? Um, tomorrow I'm headed to Georgia. To three kids that finish off the yard challenge. So I'll be there. And then this weekend, I'm likely to head it to Connecticut and Massachusetts to two other kids that finish. That's a long road trip. We take 95. Oh, wherever the GPS takes you. <laughs> wherever GPS. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's a good idea. Sometimes that's a bad idea. Do you drive in the middle of the night? Do you drive during the day? What's your favorite? What's your best I, drive time? Try, I drive, try to do 15 hours. Like that's a long drive. So I try to get as close 15, 14 hours. Um, yeah, so wake up early and sit the word early and knock it off. 
and knock it out and knock it out. All right. What is, um, do you stay in touch with the, any of the kids who go through your program who yeah, say they, have mowed the 50 hours? Yeah. A lot of them stay in touch. Then, then you got kids that, you know, just, just, um, go on to do other different activities. Yeah. Try to stay in touch. Try and say, is there any one kid that has struck you or stayed out that maybe you still stay in touch with, or maybe you've never seen or heard from again, but is there any um, no, um, one? I mean, just good kid out in, in Virginia, Phoenix Brown, you know, good kid, recently completed 50 yard challenge. He's, he's, he's doing other things in his community. Now he's helping out the homeless, um, started his own little t-shirt business, I think, you know, cool saying. So he's becoming who he's becoming. And he, he got a letter from President Trump when President Trump was in an office. Um, the city council uh, recently uh, nominated him an award. So, you know, he's, he's doing great things. And you see that with a lot of kids, you know, the news come out and interview the kids and give them some attention. So I think that's real good. I think that's really great as well. Look, one of the things we talk about here at American Snippets, and one of the one of the many reasons we started is because some years ago we heard a lot of talk that the American dream was just a lie, that it was dead, that it didn't exist, or that it wasn't available for certain people, or was only available to a select amount of people. And we disagree with that. We think, you know, it's alive and well. We just think it looks different. Everybody has their own version of that. And I know my husband gave his life in service of this country so that we can all live and build that American dream. So people like you have the right to come here yeah. and do the and do the same. And so we love to see you out here doing that. But I'm also curious to know, Rodney, we like to ask our guests this. And I'm really looking forward to asking you this question. What is your version? Do you have that picture of the American dream? And what does that look like for you? Um, I, th I think I'm living it. Um, to be able to come over to America and attend school, um, then... Come up, his eye, come up with his idea and, and just take it and, and plant it and watch it grow. And it's only possible because of the great people in America. They, they believed in my mission and they've supported it and it's just growing and it's growing and it's growing. And I believe I'm, I'm truly living the American dream because I get to do what I love every single day and I get to um, make a difference. And I think that's, for me, that's the American dream. And I get to see the beautiful country, meet the great people in all 50 states and meet great kids. And yeah, I, I just believe what I'm doing is it's the American dream. You, you have an idea in America, you can become whatever you want to do. You know, if you have an, if you have an idea, you can, you can put it to work. You just write it down and you get to it in America. Anything is possible. If, if you want to do it, if you want to own a big business, you have a great idea, you write it down on paper, you come up with a plan and you can do that. In a lot of other countries, you can't do that. You can't do a lot of things in a lot of other countries, but in America, because brave men and women sacrifice their life every single day. It allows people to live their life, you know, and, you know, so I believe I'm, I'm living an American dream. I'm very grateful for the opportunity that America has given me. Awesome. Thank you. And if people want to find out more about you, your mm -hmm. organization, how they can reach out and support you and help, where can they do that? Um, on our website at weareraisingmen.com and they can find all the information on there and they want to sign their kids up as well. Awesome. Who does a better job mowing the yards, the boys or the girls? Uh, the girls. Girls got to be. I had to ask that. that was, maybe that was the most important question the whole interview. It might have been the most important question the whole interview. Rodney, really, thank you again so much, A, for taking the time to sit down with us, B, for everything you do, and for letting us be a small part of sharing your story. 
Please do stay in touch down the road. If there's not anything we can do to support you, especially when you're rolling through New York, I'll hook you up with all sorts of teachers. I got one in Massachusetts for you too. Um, So yeah, please just stay in touch and let us know how we can support you. And please, American Snippets community, if you're listening to this, you are listening to this, you wouldn't hear this as you listen to this, pay attention to Rodney's story, go to his website, check him out, give him a little support. It doesn't, even if you can't buy him a lawnmower, go ahead and throw out $2, $3 here or there. The more people that do that, And it just sends the message that, hey, we got you and we heard you too. It's even about more than the financial support. I know just knowing that people see the story, people hear it and took the time to send a couple of dollars his way, maybe a little message of support. I imagine that would go a long, long way. And all these organizations, all these causes he's going to help at some point, if one of these causes he's he's not supporting has not impacted you, he will hit a cause that does impact you. And then it's going to get a little more real for you. And you're going to be a little more glad that you supported him. But I imagine just in all the causes he's already mentioned, we all know someone who knows someone and the ripple effect is huge. So be a part of what he's doing. Even if you can't personally get out there and mow the yards with him, you can support him in another way. And I'd encourage you to do so. Rodney, thank you so much. Do you have any last little thoughts you'd like to share with our community messages for people listening? Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever you guys are good at, um, you have a skill at something, find a way to use that skill to give back to your community. It doesn't, to be anything it could be anything it could be fixing cars you can be taking in someone's trash it can whatever it is you're good at you can paint and whatever and just give back to your community that's the big thing that's the big goal excellent ronnie again thank you so very much thank you guys so much for having me All right, there you have it. That wraps up another episode of the American Sippets podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'd like to personally thank Rodney Smith Jr. for taking the time to sit down with us and be on the show. If you want to learn more about Rodney and the amazing work that he does, make sure you go to americansnippets.com forward slash newsletter. Check out the show notes. It's a featured article uh, podcast episode of the week. We do a little write up on Rodney and his story. We also include some links there that you can use to follow Rodney on social, which I highly recommend. And if you can, please support his business, support his movement. He's making an impact in in this country uh, and it's really inspirational. And I hope it inspires you to do more for your communities as well. Again, americansippets.com forward slash newsletter. Please follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at American Sippets. Share one of your favorite episodes on social media. Tell a friend what we're doing here, what our podcast is all about. And please, if you get any value out of the show, you enjoy what we do, you support us, please leave us a five-star written review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. iTunes reviews go a really long way in helping us grow our audience and get these stories out there in front of more people. Don't forget, we have our community of patriotic Americans just like you. All you have to do to learn more is go to join.greatamericansyndicate.com and make sure you shop our American Snippets apparel as well, americansnippets.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you really are. (music) 